Many altcoins are absolutely exploding right now. You can see today Solana is up over 20%, Rollbit's up over 17%, Nia's up 16%, Uniswap up over 17%. Alts are going mental, and this is off the back of a really strong Bitcoin run in the month of October and now leading into the month of November. So in today's video, I want to talk about three of the altcoin sectors that you should be focusing on in the month of November as potential outperformers. We all know how important it is in a market like this to be able to identify the strong narratives, especially if the market continues in its positive direction, you want to make sure to capitalize by being in the strongest sectors. So before we get into those three sectors, let's look where the market currently sits. The way I'm thinking of Bitcoin right now on the higher weekly time frame is in terms of ranges. You can see here that Bitcoin has broken above the range high at 31K and is now in a range between 31.5 and 42K. You can see here that the bottom range was 18K to 25 5k 25 to 30k and then from the current range high to the next all-time high you can see that's one other big range so bitcoin doing a lot of the grunt work here for the rest of the altcoin market breaking above this level structurally looking really good on the weekly time frame and if we head over to the monthly crypto charts we can see that november was an exceptional month for Bitcoin, uh, rising over 28.5%. But November also historically is actually crypto's best month. So November coming in at 35.51%, whereas October historically averages out at 26.9%. So that's just a little bit of an indicator that the party may not be over just yet for Bitcoin. Of course, though, Bitcoin dominance has still been going up. Now it's starting to reverse a little bit. But by and large, for the altcoins to start significantly outperforming, although we are seeing some sector outperformance now, you would want to see a concrete reversal on Ethereum. So looking at the ETH BTC chart right now, you can see we're currently sitting below range low on the weekly time frame. Super important for altcoins that Ethereum can get back above this level, hold above this level, and then start to break this diagonal orange line here. Start to do that and ETH would start to look really nice versus Bitcoin and ETH as the leader of the alts would definitely signal some sort of bigger altcoin rally. So let's see if this ends up being a deviation below like it was the prior time last June when ETH BTC dipped below range low. So this is definitely a chart that I'm looking at right now. It is starting to reverse a little bit. Can it hold, hold above that support line? That, that will be super important for getting confirmed entries on not only Ethereum, but also a lot of other alts. So let's move into the narrative space now because we know Bitcoin looks really good. ETH BTC starting to show signs of reversal. The market looks good, but that means nothing if you're not in the right coins. So at the moment, a really interesting trend is starting to present itself. And that is the coins that are performing super well now are also many of the coins that were performing really well in January and February earlier this year. So it's almost as if the market just decided to take a sabbatical. So in order to trade successfully now, all you really need to do is look back to January and February to find the strongest narratives. It appears as if the market dynamics haven't changed that much since earlier in the year. And that's why you see coins like AI coins and Chinese coins starting to come back to the forefront. Now the market is getting a little bit more strength. So out of this list, I'd love you to answer in the comments below. What narrative are you most bullish on for next cycle? Is it AI? Is it real world assets, gaming, ZK, LSDs, DEXs, SocialFi, NFTs, L2s? Let me know in the comments below. 
For me, I think real assets are a super interesting vertical. Obviously, I'm also pretty interested in the AI space, but I think it's still relatively early. The ZK space, I think, will be super prominent. We need privacy solutions and scalability, so I think that'll be prominent. And of course, crypto gaming as well is something I like, but let me know in the comments below. I'd be super interested. What narrative are you most bullish on for next cycle in this space? All right, let's get into the three narratives that I'm looking at for November. Before we get in, I want to give a quick shout out to one of our official show partners, Smartex. They actually just announced their official integration with One Inch, which essentially unlocks a new world of possibilities, given the fact that Smartex's pools can now be seamlessly accessed and swapped directly through MetaMask and hundreds of other apps that are partnered with One Inch. So I think this is a massive step forward for the platform. And if you do want to access any of these pools, you don't have to go through MetaMask. You can use the link in the description and go directly to their website where you can earn super high APRs across a variety of pools across Arbitrum, Ethereum, Polygon, BNB, and Base. And of course, the value prop of the exchange is the fact that they are a solution that mitigates the negative effects of impermanent loss when it comes to LPing. If you've ever LPed, I assume a lot of you did back in the bull run, you would understand the frustration when your token balances get skewed. So that is a problem that SmartX is solving with their proprietary impermanent loss algorithm. So link in the description if you do want to check out SmartX and deposit liquidity into any of the pools to get access to some of those crazy APRs for passive income. The first narrative I want to discuss in light of the strongest trends I'm seeing for November is the AI sector. The AI sector is gaining traction due to the fact that the conference season is kicking off. A bunch of the biggest AI conferences of the year are all taking place throughout the month of November, as you can see on the screen in front of you. Specifically, it's the inaugural OpenAI Developer per day conference. This is garnering a lot of hype as there's been a lot of tease announcements and even some rumored crypto integrations leading into this event on November 6th. So this is certainly causing a stir for AI. And I think there are decent AI trading opportunities over the next couple weeks throughout what should be a month where AI is thrusted back into the limelight. You know, AI is a super interesting one because long-term you can sit here and look at AI as an interesting growth vertical that we don't quite know how it slots into crypto, but we know it's probably um, going to have some use cases with crypto. We also don't quite know what the tokens are, but we do have a lot of infrastructure plays, for example, Render, Adjix, uh, a cash network, etc. But in the short term, we know how explosive AI can be because whenever it's back in the news, because it tends to be a topic that garners a lot of worldwide news attention, the crypto side of things acts as a proxy bet. So a lot of people, when they want to speculate on AI, because certain markets like the stock market are pretty inaccessible and a lot of the AI funds aren't even public, a lot of AI technology haven't floated on, on public exchanges, so it's very hard to invest in. People that do want exposure, um, crypto can be an easy liquid way to get exposure to AI. And that's why you often see when AI is back in the news, the crypto narratives pump super hard, even if the fundamentals of the projects under the AI narrative may be dubious. Now, I do believe there are some good long-term ones. I think Render's one of them. You can see here the levels I've got marked out. The next support level for a DCA zone at 2.1 for me looks interesting. Also 1.4 as well. Adjix is also an interesting one. Obviously, it's great to trade when AI is doing well, as I mentioned, as one of those proxy trades. 
but marking out the range low to the range high here, um, the 24 cent zone is of significant importance if it can break above. So those are just some of the coins, um, but it's definitely a, a sector that I'm interested in. If there are any coins in the industry that you'd like me to research, let me know in the comments below and I will do my best to check them out because it's a, a vertical that I am interested in. Um, I just think for now, it, it remains one of those trades that pops during times when AI is back in the news. So probably makes sense to have some AI exposure in your portfolio, considering when it does pump, it, it, it does pump really hard. It's kind of similar to crypto gaming. And that leads me into the second sector out of the three for today's video, which is, of course, crypto gaming. Um, one that is also back in the, I guess, crypto Twitter narrative rotation again. Not really for any good reason other than the fact uh, that I think it got super beaten down price-wise versus other narratives. I think it was due a bit of a rally, and we did see a lot of the big creators like Elio Trades and whatnot start to talk about crypto gaming again as a growth vertical. And I don't need to tell you how bullish I am on it. I've already discussed that in the past. I'm, I'm incredibly bullish on any vertical, really, that can gain, uh, gain mass adoption for crypto or bring retail into crypto. And I don't think Ponzonomics or Yield Farms or DEXs necessarily are going to offer for that, although they offer vehicles to speculate, I think we need real use cases where retail users can can use crypto without even know, knowing that they're using crypto, right? And crypto gaming does fit that bill for me as a really strong growth vertical. So overall, I think the applications that can harness some of that growth potential um, are definitely going to perform well next cycle. Picking them is difficult, but crypto gaming as a whole, as a narrative, tends to run uh, as one, although there, there will be certain aspects of the sector which outperform. I think in general, uh, it's kind of the, the rising tide lifts all ships effect of once we start to see these leading games come out of launch. I think you'll see a lot more hype throughout the entire crypto gaming sector. But if you do want individual coin picks, I'm not the guy, but Hustle is certainly the guy. By the way, he's also launching a new YouTube channel. You can search it up in the game. Highly recommend you go and subscribe. And you can see here that he's got a bunch of gaming altcoins that you can look at. IMX I've talked about in the past. PYR is actually one of my spot holds. I've been public about that. And, and a few other ones which I don't know too much about, like Dubs, ALU, etc. G Swift that you can check out in your own time. Nakamoto Games, uh, I do like the look of as well, being a gaming studio. So yeah, he's definitely got some good takes on the gaming market. Interestingly, although the funding across a lot of crypto sectors has been diminishing over the past couple of quarters, Gaming has remained relatively resilient when it comes to new funding, and we can see here that that out of the Web3 funding, um, last year specifically, gaming constituted 62% of the $7 billion, which I thought was crazy, and even you could see this quarter, or, or last quarter now because it's a lagging indicator, for Q3, crypto gaming was also one of the biggest of verticals that was raised. So yeah, definitely something to keep your eye on. Um, the fact that crypto gaming continues to get investment, and I think it's because it's an attractive non-cyclical crypto bet. Although crypto in general, like token prices, are cyclical in nature, so they move like in price depending on the hype and sentiment of the market. I think it's attractive for a lot of VCs to invest in crypto gaming because they kind of view it as um, proprietary. Like if you can make a good game, then it can succeed in its own right. It's not reliant necessarily on the market. 
market. Yes, it'll help liquidity come in, but if it's a good game, it's a good game. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why it's kind of been able to be relatively resilient in terms of its funding. You can also see in terms of funding, Saudi Arabia's Neom mega project has proposed investing 50 million into Anamoka Brands, which is a crypto studio. So there is genuine interest for gaming and some of the biggest investors in the world are interested in the sector. All right. Sector number three, this is the one you've been waiting for. It is the Solana ecosystem. Let's talk about it in just a second. Before we talk about it, I want to give a thank you to one of our official show partners, Data Ownership Protocol. They're an amazing protocol that allows you to obfuscate certain assets to choose what you want to show on chain and what you want to hide from the general public. So essentially, um, you can choose, let's say you have an NFT in your wallet, you can choose to reveal that to the world. So you want to show off your board ape, you can show all your friends your board ape um, with your wallet address. But if you hold $10,000 worth of Ethereum in that wallet, you can choose to hide that using DOP, which uses ZK technology to add a privacy preserving element. And essentially you can choose to keep that $10,000 to yourself while showing off your board ape. It sounds like such a basic right, um, the ownership of your own data, but in crypto, for some reason, we haven't really had that basic basic right until now with protocols like DOP now starting to build on ZK, which is super exciting technology and, and that are now finally coming to market, enabling users to use it. So their testnet isn't live at the moment. It was live, but they ended up having to delay it, unfortunately. So anyone that had started um, progress there, you'll just have to wait a little bit longer until you can continue. Um, but once it's back up and running again, you'll be able to use the testnet. And of course, there will be 1% of DOP tokens airdropped to early adopters of the platform via the testnet. So that is also um, something exciting to look forward to when the testnet does come back. But then we know they've got their token launch earlier into the beginning of next year. So link in the description if you want to check out DOP, do a little bit more reading and research about it in the lead up to their testnet, which hopefully should be very soon. Let's talk about Solana now. Solana is one that's been absolutely pumping um, in price. I think there's a few reasons why it's pumped so aggressively. Uh, by the way, I, I, I did a show, I think a few months ago at $15 and a tweet where I said that I was buying. I mean, those buys look pretty good now, 3x up. I am starting to take some profits though. I think 40 to $45 is a pretty aggressive rally. I'm happy to take some profits, obviously keeping some long-term as well. Um, but yeah, the reason why Solana performed so well is because it's one of the most hated coins in crypto. There are a lot of people positioning short with the whole FTXs selling and dumping their coins thing. And then as price started to go up, more shorts started to pile up. The funding rate started to go crazy. As you can see here, it's, it's crazy negative. So people paying aggressively um, to actually be short Solana. And now what we're seeing is, is that just resulting in a short squeeze with multiple legs up because people are getting squeezed and squeezed and squeezed and shorters are piling on and on and on. And every time the price pumps, they all get squeezed. So it's a crazy environment. It's pretty much the perfect environment for a soul move to the upside. I am skeptical this is going to maintain though. Like I'm a big fan of Sol's technology. I love the ecosystem. I've said this multiple times, but I am skeptical this specific rally can maintain this veracity of momentum. I do think at some point, I think veracity is the word, um, but, I, but I do think at some point it's, it's going to come back down and start to cool down. But shorting this is a tricky game. Like I did think to myself today, should I, because I was selling some soul and selling is the same as shorting, basically shorting would just be adding leverage to my selling. I was like, well, should I actually go like perp short soul? And then I kind of came to the conclusion that no, it was too risky because these pops to the upside can just get you absolutely wrecked shorting. So yeah, for the DGENs, it might be a, a decent trade, but for me, I just, I, don't, I just didn't really have the conviction to do it, especially with funding being so high at the moment to actually be short soul. So this is what I'm holding off on, but um, there's actually more interesting trade here. 
It's not Solana itself, which has clearly been pumping, moved into range, high territory at 48 to $50. It's actually the Solana ecosystem. So there's two elements to this. Um, one is the Solana airdrops. There's a lot of Solana airdrops starting to come back into the fray. I thought this was a really good airdrop strategy by Patrick Dynamo DeFi, if you want to check that out. Essentially staking Sol on Juto Sol, lending Juto Sol on Margin Fi, borrowing it on Margin Fi and looping it. And this is essentially to build up um, TVL and transaction volume for, for the airdrop farming. This is one interesting strategy, multiple airdrop farming opportunities on Sol via the new protocols launching on Solana, not, obviously not from the Solana Foundation itself. And then another interesting thing is the ecosystem, because although Sol's run really hard, because Sol is in the perfect environment for a squeeze, um, a lot of the altcoins are actually still lagging Sol. And if you do see a Sol sell-off, you could see a rotation into some of the ecosystem projects. So for me, longing Sol right now is not super attractive, but looking into some of the ecosystem coins is more attractive. You can see some in front of you, Juto Sol, Margin Fire, Python Network, Drift Protocol, I really like. That's one of the DEXs. Um, all sorts of projects launching on Solana. I think in Rand's show, he, he talked about some that he discovered at Breakpoint as well. There's actually one that, that really sticks out to me, and that's the meme coin. I mean, meme coins um, tend to thrive during periods of extreme hype and Bonk is one of the biggest meme coins on Solana and has seen also positive price action into the breakpoint and during the breakpoint conference, which we're currently in. So this is an interesting one in terms of a trade. So I'd definitely be skewing more towards the ecosystem than longing Sol itself. And that does include airdrops as well at this stage. So that's what I'm doing with Sol. Let me know what you're doing, Sol, in the comments below. But congrats to everyone that's had conviction and was buying. I remember I did a tweet saying I was buying at $14. Got a lot of backlash, but I mean, you got to have conviction during times of extreme fear and it's just another example of the people that are willing to stick their neck out during times of extreme adversity end up being the ones that come out ahead when things turn because you're always rewarded buying extreme fear in crypto if you want to win a whole bitcoin by the way we're doing a giveaway to win a whole bitcoin using the link in the description uh, to banter bubbles or just googling banterbubbles.com if you click in the top right win a Bitcoin, you can win an entire Bitcoin if you predict the Bitcoin price correctly on the 1st of January, 2024. The closest person to the actual Bitcoin price on that date is going to win half a Bitcoin. And then if they have opened 10 trades on their account by January 1st, they'll qualify for another half a Bitcoin, making it effectively a one Bitcoin giveaway. So all you got to do is enter a price prediction, then enter your exchange UID for either the Bybit, BitGet, or OKX, and you can submit your prediction. We see a lot of crazy predictions here. 48, 38, 41, 48, um, lots of mid-40s. I think a lot of people think, whoa, 68, 78, some people shooting over. So there's a bit of strategy here. You can really shoot over um, because a lot of people are in the, in the 30 to 40 region. If you really shoot over and Bitcoin does explode, you're going to be pretty on your own. Um, but then again, it might not be as realistic, right? So you got to kind of go with what you think. I would personally go 35. I would actually go flat. I would go the price today. I don't know. I just feel like it's the safest bet, right? Um, just assume Bitcoin will go sideways and maybe it'll average out. It might pump, might dump back to like mid thirties. That's what I would do. But obviously you got to make your own prediction. So if you don't have an account to enter your UID to enter this giveaway, um, there's also links in the description to buy Bit, BitGet and OKX. Sign up. Um, you don't need to open any trades to make a prediction, but if you want the extra half a Bitcoin to make that, make up that full Bitcoin, um, you'll need to open 10 trades between now and January 1st. 
Hope you enjoyed this video. This is the three narratives I'm looking at at the moment as the hottest narratives, AI, gaming, and Solana ecosystem. Let me know what you think will be next. I think these can be some of the outperformers still during the month of November and the rest of Q4. Um, definitely keep your eye on the ETHPTC chart for a reversal as well. I'll see you in the next show. Hope you have a lovely day. Peace out.